uh, editing's gonna be fun. Yeah, dude, it sounded like a boxing match. Yeah, no, my cat just decided to scratch the door, and I was just like, God damn it. All right. All right. Hi, this is Nick. And this is Vinny, and this is the pilot episode of Too Close to Call. On today's episode, we're going to discuss Kentucky Derby Pool 3. Uh, which Baffert horse would you rather have right now? And we're going to preview the three Kentucky Derby preps this weekend and how to use them on tickets. Awesome, man. I'm excited. It's a long time coming. Right, right. We're well. Bear with us. This is our uh, this is our first take at this. No worries. All right. So yeah, no. Uh, Derby futures, like Vinny said. You know, this is the third round going through. Some interesting horses on here, and an interesting horse that's not on here. Dennis's moment. Yeah, Dennis's moment dropped off after that uh, horrible effort last weekend in the Fountain of Youth, but. Uh, uh, Ente Indian gets on and uh, going to open at 10 to 1. No, yeah, for sure. And then also, like, Spa City, who, you know, we tried to get in the uh, shake in the Racing Dudes Fantasy League, who's only got, you know, the one maiden win. He pops on here. Uh, I mean, obviously, we knew Charlatan was finally going to show up somewhere. 12 to 1, though. I'd be surprised if that stays. Yeah, I, I think Charlatan's probably going to end up being the second choice when this is all said and done behind uh, Tis the Law. Uh, Tis the Law is currently 8-1. to one. I think he's going to stay around 8-1 to one with missing a couple weeks of uh, works. And his return work wasn't phenomenal, but I think Charlatan will probably be around like 8 or eight or 9-1 to one when it's all said and done. Uh, I, I think that's actually, I believe this is kind of where uh, Justify was at this time. I mean, now if we're talking like who we really think can win the Derby, I mean, he's got pedigree. I just, I don't trust the connections. I know they had, you know, local funny side and whatnot, but it's been, it's been a hot minute since Barkley Tag had a really big horse. Yeah, definitely. It's been a while since uh, Tag's had a, had a really big horse, but I mean, right now, Right now, he seems to be the one that you want. If you had to pick a derby, if you had to pick a derby winner today, I think most people would agree that Tis the Law is the is the horse. All right, so on to other derby prospects. Baffert's got a few in here, so let's play a little game here, Vinny. Who, what Baffert would you have if you had to pick? If I had to pick a Baffert right now, I would pick Charlton. Uh, this horse has been work. His workouts have looked good. I'm a big fan of the pedigree, and I, I just think he's the one that I, I think he's the one that what by the first Saturday in May is going to be at least his number one. I don't know if he'll win win the Derby or even be in it, but I think a lot. I think he'll be Baffert's number one three year old in this barn come come the first Saturday in May. I'm gonna have to disagree with you, man. I mean, I, you got one race, six furlongs. I'm not saying this is going to be a bad horse in any means. Uh, he's obviously a quality. I saw that workout. It was, you know, ridiculous. When you win by five and a third with, with not even asking and that hell of a time. But thousand words. Horse is a proven winner multiple times. And, dude, he fights. Every single time you watch him run, dude, he's he's going. It, 
It's not like he's maximum security, which, holy crap, man, what a race, but <laughs> this weekend, but it doesn't matter how fast he runs in the first quarter, first half mile. He, he fights the entire stretch run, and I feel like that knowledge and that, like, training going in, winning the Derby with only, like, one start in February, I mean, Justify did it 150 other years of this race, and one horse did it doesn't mean it's a proven you know, commodity. Yeah, I, I agree with that. My issue with Thousand Words is that nobody he's beaten has come back to really do, really do anything. And that's kind of my, you know, we saw uh, a new door get go off at even money in his, in the one uh, risen, one of the divisions of the risen star, yeah. star, and he did, abs- he did absolutely nothing there. Um, we haven't seen any of the Robert B. Lewis horses come back yet. Uh, Royal Act is going to go to the Louisiana Derby. Tis the Magician is going to the UAE Derby, who came in uh, second and third di- or second and fourth to him. Sorry. Yep. Uh, High Velocity hasn't. He's not. He's not going anywhere yet. But he's another. He's another Baffert who I just. I don't think he's going to be a great Baffert. I think he's definitely going to be one of the lower tier ones for this class. But I'm just, I, I like the pedigree on Thousand Words, and he definitely has run tough. But I just question him what he's what he's beaten right now, and especially to take a, like, you think he's three to one for the San Felipe morning line? That's a great price on him, but I'm still, I'm still skeptical. And I know, you know, the other Baffert that, you know, a lot of pipe has been on is Nadal. I absolutely not a big fan at all. Like uh, I'd be absolutely shocked if he actually made the Derby. I think that's the one I think that might be one of the few Derby prospects we agree on. I am also completely against Nadal. I've not they've been outspoken about it on our Twitter. I I don't think he's that good. I don't think he I, I honestly think he's better he's gonna be a better suited turf horse. Uh, being by being sired by blame, I'm not. I'm not sold on him. I don't think his San Vicente was that impressive, considering how the track was running. And I like Ginobili as a horse, but like that was Ginobili is by no means a a distance horse, and he stuck with him that whole seven furlongs. So I'm not. I'm not sold on Nadal, and I think. I, I really think Charlatan is the is the hype baffer horse that you that you'd want, and I think Nadal just burst on the scene before, and everybody is always quick to jump on those Bafferts. So people jumped on Nadal and just stuck with it. On to the preps. So first prep be the Gotham at Aqueduct and Vinny. I had to look up some of these horses to be honest with you, like. <laughs> It's almost like a high-level allowance, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but we're talking about Nadal, we're talking about, you know, Thousand Words, Charlatan, and then all we gotta do is, you know, we gotta start talking about these horses, and I'm like, this is this is supposed to go to the Derby, the winner here gets an automatic bid, and it's, ah, oh. I feel like I... there's gonna be a good horse that gets knocked out, and we're gonna have, you know, some subpar horses that are falling in. I actually like a couple of these horses in here. Um, I, I mean, not to say that I would put them on a on a Derby list right now, but I think there's definitely some. Uh, I definitely think there's there's some talent here that could lead into something something good, especially 
the New York, I mean, the New York circuit right now is very weak. But I think there's definitely a couple horses in here that could win win this one and then stretch out stretch out well and win the wood if nobody ships in. So I'm actually very. I, there are a couple I'm very interested in. I haven't looked at the morning lines for this race, but the three that the three horses right now that I have my eye on are. Uh, I really like six two uh, sired by uh, sired by Curlin. Uh, this one's maiden win was pretty impressive if you go back and watch it on January uh, January thirtieth, and the third place winner. Uh, Mr. Phil actually came back to dominate a race. Uh, I want to say it was it was either earlier this week or late last week. He came back to dominate a race where he went off the second choice against a, a horse that was supposed to run in the Derby prep and didn't. So that was that was a good sign, I think, for six two. Um, the other uh, one of the other ones I kind of like is attachment rate. He is trained by Dale Romans, which is always Romans is hit or miss. I, I don't think that's a secret anymore. He either has really good ones or they don't run. But he came in second to uh, market analysis in his uh, in his last race. Who we'll we'll talk a little bit about later once we get to the Tampa Bay Derby. But another one with a solid pedigree that if he takes another step forward could be very dangerous in here. And then uh, I like Warstopper a bit. Uh, sired by Declaration of War. That's I'm, I'm a sucker for Declaration of War horses, <laughs> but the dam, the dam is a uh, the dam was sired by Curlin, so this one has this one's got pedigree to run all day. Just a question. They started this one on the turf. His last he did break his maiden last time out on the dirt, so uh, going a mile here at Aqueduct. So not out of the question. I definitely think we need to improve here, but. I thought those were three interesting horses uh, that I'll probably use on the pick fours and pick fives because, like you said, this is a this race does seem very wide open, even with the favorite mischievous Alex in here who did did dominate the uh, Grade Three uh, Swale last time out. Yeah, and the other thing we got to like keep an eye on is that the Withers was run at Aqueduct a mile and an eighth. They cut back to a mile, one-turn mile, for this Gotham. So, when we're talking about the Derby, you got to go 10 furlongs, and or a mile and a quarter. And when you're only you're going, looking at horses that really want to maybe run a or run a mile, and like this is like their go-to, like look at a horse like Untitled. He wants no part of two turns. He may r- win this race, uh, four to one on the outside. Even a horse like Mischievous Alex, who ran in the swale, like, this might be their distance, but do you really want them then going, the, you know, those extra, you know, two fur, you know two furlongs, quarter of a mile after that? Right, right. And, like, I, I think you're going to have to treat, I think this is going to be a race where you handicap it as a mile race, you use the horses that you, that, use the horses you think that can win at a mile, and if somebody impresses you, you 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 add them to your list, and you you wait to see where they appear next time. But like they, I I think you were right right on the nose when you when you opened the segment. I I don't think there's a Derby winner out of this field, and it, it, there's going to be one of these horses probably is going. Obviously, will have enough points to make the Derby, and they probably shouldn't. But then again, this class really hasn't shown a superstar yet, so it could be one of those years where. 
we finally well we did have it last year with the dq but maybe maybe it's finally one of the years where the uh the morning line favorite or second choice doesn't get home and we have that 20 to 1 bomb win the derby no exactly and then you know we, we got the derby you know blinkers on if you will and we're all looking for the derby but if on a betting perspective this race is insane I mean, whenever you got the morning line favorite is three to one. I mean, we're definitely we're talking about some big prices here. So, if from a betting perspective, I mean, even a horse like Necker Island, who's run a you know a competitive race, technically beat uh, Silver State, a horse that's done very well at the Louisiana you know segment. Necker Island's twelve to one, and. Manny Franco, you know, local, you know, rides you know, Aqueduct quite often. Is actually 118 pounds compared to some of these other favorites. You know, I'm a big player of that. And if you're looking for someone, you know, if you're playing this race just for Aqueduct, then yeah, like you got to look for some bombs here. Just going with chalk doesn't make any sense right now. I agree with that. I mean, if the favorite stays around what three to one, which I don't, I don't think. I don't think they will. I think uh, in the betting side, I think mischievous Alex uh, and Untitled will probably separate themselves a little more from the pack uh, once the windows open. And then I think Montauk Traffic will probably be probably be the third will probably be the third betting choice. But even like if you get if if you can get mischievous Alex or Untitled around like even like five to two against this field like i think they're definitely worth using uh so keep an eye on like doubles prices and stuff with the race before because if these doubles prices are all like in the like if you're going to get 20 bucks for the dollar for the dollar with some of it with some of these favorites like that is definitely worth playing playing but like pick four like pick fours and pick fives and stuff might be a little hard to judge that that far in advance of what some of these horses are going to be going to be taking but i would definitely use probably three or four horses in this field field in my in my pick fours or pick fives because you would hate to get you'd hate to get all the way to the end and then you didn't use like an untitled or mischievous alex on your ticket and they end up winning as the favorite but the favorite's like five to two so the thing still pays it still pays four figures Dude, it will definitely pay four figures if Lake Avenue, the race prior that you were talking about, does not win that race. Morning line, even money. I promise you that horse is going to go off two to five. Uh, if if she does not perform or show up where she should, you're going to see some big numbers at Aqueduct. I can promise you that. Oh yeah, and like the, I, Lake Avenue's, she looks, she definitely looks tough, yeah. tough in there. But coming in. Coming in off the layoff, you know, there's a there's a shot she doesn't. There's a shot. Yeah, there's a shot she doesn't fire right away. Right, so I I don't know who haven't dug too deep into that one yet to see who could beat her, but I mean that you like you said that's where the money is that's where the money is definitely gonna go. So we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on that though because if the money doesn't all go there. There, it's a possibility that you know the double like Lake Avenue into Mischievous Alex pays like eighteen nineteen bucks for the dollar, and that could be worth it. Very true, and that's why sometimes when you're like you're playing, you should uh, you know kind of what I do is I'll write it down. I have exactly what I'm looking for, but I don't make that bet 
until I see what prices you're lo- looking at. And then other times you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, there's no way it's going to be like this. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, the money's going somewhere else. And in that case, you got to hammer down. You got to, you know, trust your instincts, trust your handicapping and uh, send it. You know what I mean? Like just because, you know, the public isn't betting that way doesn't mean that's how it's coming out. So we're going to go to Tampa Bay Downs now and discuss on the uh, Tampa Bay Derby. So Vinny, who you got in this one? Uh, I hope so. Holante can get it done. Uh, we have him in the Racing Dudes Fantasy League. We picked him up uh, a couple weeks ago. So, hoping he can get it, get it done, but I do like a couple of these Todd Fletcher horses that he sent in here today. And it, I don't like when trainers send more than one horse, but with Fletcher, his track record at, at the Tampa Bay for the Tampa Bay Derby is very solid when sending multiple horses. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I I still think Zolvalante gets it done myself. I don't see him being 15 lengths behind like he was in the Sam F. Davis because they were just flying. We're obviously not going to see that, you know, 46 half mile. Uh, I'd be absolutely shocked. But uh, Zolvalante likes the distance, man. I think he's going to want more. His pedigree, it's turf. It really is. And that's why Patrick Biacone keeps working him out on turf but he just trained Etty indian to win the uh fountain of youth so just trust the process i guess on this one right i mean he said pedigree streams turf um i i i would not doubt if we got 46 half here i think that there's some horses in here who their only shot of winning this race is to just go um and I, I think that's going to cause. I think that's going to cause either one horse breaks away from the pack and runs a suicide pace and plays catch me if you can, or a couple horses lock up early and they run. Uh, they just run too quick up front. I, I think Chance it has to go to the lead. I, I know a lot of people really like Chance it, but I, I don't think this horse has another choice. I don't think he's as good as some of these others, and I think with uh, with bringing Paco in. I, I've got to believe the game plan is just to go be at least right on the pace here. And I think that will even just quicken the pace a little bit. I hope so, man. I hope so. Cause that just screams for Sofalante to get this done again. It is a new rider though. Um, Falangeru picks up the mount due to an injury. So we'll see how he, he rides him as well. It could be a little bit different. But uh, one of those pledgers is Market Analysis, who I know you were high on, and uh, I know we were we're looking at him a little bit when we were, you know, possibly drafting. You know, we're trying to find a pledger because he always has one, and he was working out a, a hell of a time. So, at Honor Code, what what are your thoughts on Market Analysis? Uh, I think he can take a big step forward here today. Uh, his day, he was very highly talked about before his debut. Didn't run like as good as advertised. Definitely was green down the lane, but he still got the job done. A horse that ran second to him uh, is running in the running in the Gotham, who we discussed earlier. So I feel like I think he fits. If he takes a step forward, he's going to be very very tough. Uh, the other pletcher I actually really like in here is Texas Swing. Who he's not nominated currently for the for the triple crown, but 
I really like what this one has done. Um, broke his maiden here at Tampa, going a mile and 40 yards last time out. Did it on the lead, but just looked really comfortable out on the lead. And bringing from the rail, I think he's going to be sent again. And I think he's part of the reason that a horse like Chancet has to go early. Because if they let this horse get out by himself, I think he can get, take this field gate the wire. Oh, when drawing the rail, he has to go. Texas swing. He has to go. And I, I agree with Chancet pushing. 46 is moving at Tampa. It's not like it's uh, Santa Anita. But if they can do it, uh, more power to them, man, because that's, that's speed. That's definitely some speed there. Uh, speaking of Santa Anita, though, we got the San, uh, San Felipe, which has a, a very small field, but packed with a ton of power, man. Um, we finally get to see some Honor AP. Been waiting for a long, a long time, man. I'm surprised he finally made I mean, he had an injury, uh, but now we got Thousand Words as well. Who do you like in this one, Vin? This is this is a tough field. This is another one where I think this is a three horse race. I I think it's between Honor EP and then the, the two Baffert horses, Authentic and Thousand of Words. I I would be shocked if one of these other ones got up to win. Uh, Fort McHenry, the the brother uh, or the I think the three quarters brother technically of California Chrome, is in here after running third in an allowance race at Aqueduct Bazaar. Very bizarre placement. Uh, Wrecking Crew is in here who the, I I don't don't like at all. Storm the Court, the two year old champion by default. Another one don't like at all. And then uh, Swagsational is the one. I've, if one of these other horses does win, I hope it's I hope it's Swagsational. Turf Paradise Derby winner. Uh, small time connection. Send them out here. We'll. We'll see how he does, but I do think it's between the big three here of Honor AP, Authentic, and Thousand Words. And if Honor AP is as good as advertised, I think the race is his. But if he's not, I actually I would actually lean towards Authentic on the uh, on the Baffert side. So interesting, Authentic. All right, all right. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Thousand Words. I mean, my heart really wants Honor AP. Uh, throughout the Derby process, uh, I've been very high on this horse, uh, even though he only has a mated win. But I think I'm going to end up with Thousand Words just because it's a proven commodity, and I know what he can do. Um, I know it's kind of chalky, 9-5, to five, but uh, we didn't even talk about Authentic. I'm not a big fan of Authentic. I'm not a big fan of horses that had a clear lead. And then, you know, they won. It's just when, when a horse gets nose-to-nose, you know, or eye-to-eye, and they're right there, th- when there's pressure like that, it's a totally different game, and it's more of a question mark. I'm not saying Authentic can't win. Um, my concern is is betting it down uh, when that horse is going to be 6-5, to five, maybe even money. And there's other other commodities that, you know, I feel like have proven being able to run like that. Storm the court at five to one. I mean, this is your two-year-old champion over here, and uh, we're not, no one's even talking about this one. What do you think he does going two turns for the first time since the juvenile? Nothing, absolutely nothing. I, I 
I am. I can't play a single horse out of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile at this point until proven otherwise. At least in the U.S., this is I, that race is coming back so poor. And even his, you know, like if he had tried in the San Vicente, I I would be like, okay, like he's got a like he's got a shot here. But I mean, he took he took fourth, but I mean that was a that was one of, that was a bad fourth. It was a six horse field, and like he was he was no he never threatening fourth. I mean, he finished behind uh, fast enough. Who's going to the Sunland Derby? Like that's and not he's probably not going to win the Sunland Derby. It's probably Azul Coast for Baffert's going to be even money in that race and run away with it, but. He just wasn't even a factor in this race. He wasn't the only race he's run halfway decent was the juvenile. Like I said, it's come back awful. I want nothing to do with this horse. If he drifts up to like ten to one, which he won't, but if he does, maybe. And even then, I probably would. I'd rather use a horse like Swagsational than use Storm the Court. I'm completely against him. <laughs> 50 to 1 swagsational man. I, if that horse comes anywhere near the board, I know I'll be hearing you yelling and screaming all the way from your your new house, man. Holy smokes. Uh so yeah, I just I guess I'm going to go kind of I mean, it's going to be 1000 words on our AP and I'll play against authentic as a betting betting wise. Um also at Santa Anita, you know, it's the big cap. Uh I don't, I don't know about this big cap. I'll be honest. It's, There's... it's an, e- it's an easy one. It's gift box. That's it. That's it. Nope. It's, it's gift box. I'm, I will single. I am going to single gift box and everything. I don't think on that track, on this, on this Santa Anita track, and gift box is a different. He's a different horse. And it, I mean, he showed it last. I mean, midcourt came back to dominate. I forget what race that was. The midcourt won easily, but I mean, he couldn't. He couldn't even get close to the gift box and the, the when they met. What was it? The San Antonio. Mm-hmm. They gift gift box. This is gift box's track. He's the, the horse for course. I mean, if I think at this point, if you're not playing him on this track, track like it, like good luck. I really think he's the horse to beat here, and I'm just going to single gift box. I'm going to take a chance because of the news that we just found out that Kieran McLaughlin is going to retire uh, from training. He has endorsed in here. Endorsed is going to only carry 115 pounds, like a few of them in here, spotting 11 Due to being a handicapped race, I'd love to see him get one more win under his belt. But like, uh, like you said, man, it, it's gonna be tough to beat Giftbox. It really will. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I mean, Hoffberg chipping in—that's that's definitely that's another one where, like, okay, maybe maybe Mott and Pratt. Like, that's a good. That's probably would be my second choice. Uh, I do like midcourt, but. I think this is. I think the mile and a quarter is a little too far for midcourt. So I mean, I just think Gift Box is the. I really do well, think he's the he's the horse. He's the reigning champ. He won it last year, and uh, right. yeah, I mean on this on this Santa Anita track is one loss in the last year, 
was the Gold Cup to uh, Vino Rosso, who ended up winning the Breeders' Cup Classic. So, I mean, if you take away that Stephen Foster where he just didn't ship well, like, he's done nothing wrong. He dominated the, he's, he dominated the San Antonio last year. Or he won the San Anita Handicap over McKenzie, who at the time was considered the top horse. He loses the Vino Rosso, who ends up winning the Classic. And then he just beat, I mean, he beat the pants off of midcourt going a mile and a 16th, and he won going going away so stretching back out to a mile a mile and a quarter i don't see where like i don't see where midcourt jumps up enough or he falls back enough to to catch him and the only other horse i'd really wanted a mile and a quarter in this field is hoffberg who is as inconsistent as they come (laughs) all right and now we're gonna wrap it all up with uh bet of the week all right we'll do two Maybe three. We'll see. All right, so better the week for me is I'm going to place a $25 win bet on Sol Volante in the Tampa Bay Derby. Just keep it clean and simple. Uh, I might play some doubles following up to it. There's a really nice turf race right in front of it. Uh, it's the Florida Oaks. I'll see what kind of prices I can get. Uh, might lead that and wheel that into a double as well but right now $25 to win on Sol Volante that's number 7 in the Tampa Bay Derby at Tampa Bay Downs race 11 alright and I have two bets this week that I'm going to do I am going to do a $50 win bet on Giftbox in the, in the big cap I think he's the real deal I'm hoping he stays around the even money, 6-1 to one price. Hoping Midcourt does take a little more money in Hoffberg. Hoffberg takes some of the money off of uh, Gift Box. And my second bet is actually going to come in the uh, in the Gotham. I am going to do uh, a $20 win in place on 6-toe, the 7-horse. Uh, morning line is 8-1. to one. I think he's great value. And I'm also going to just do a, I'm just going to do a $5 exacto box with uh, Sixto and Untitled, the 10 horse. All right, and that will do it for Too Close to Call. You can follow us on Twitter at Picks by Dynasty. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.